In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show. I'm Garlic here, and today we're going to talk about a very important topic, partnerships. How to develop partnership programs that work, the big mistake in partnership programs, and as agencies or other businesses, how to find the right technology partners for your business. And we've got some really cool stuff with Alex Glenn here, who's an expert in partnerships. He runs partnerprograms.io. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. But first, before we get into that, of course, this is brought to you by storycruise.com. You know, and if you are looking to grow your partnership program, if you're looking to grow your SaaS company, if you're looking to grow your agency, the number one thing you can do is video case stories, not testimonials. So if you want to learn more about getting video case stories for your agency, for your SaaS, uh, learn exactly how to do them, how to create them, how to deliver them, go to videocasestory.com and learn all about them. Mr. Alex Glenn, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me in. And I would like to learn about video case stories. I just published our case studies, but I feel like I did it wrong. So um, I'm going to check out that link first. Nice. Yeah, yeah, well, definitely. They're they're super powerful. I, I'm super excited to talk to you today. And I, I really am because I know partner programs are the fastest way to grow a SaaS company. They're the fastest way also to grow your agency and grow revenue. And um, we're going to talk about that and, uh, you know, listen to this whole show because at the end, Alex told me some super ninja stuff. And I was like, I need that. And he was telling me this technique that he uses to get free software and links. And we're going to talk about that at the end. But first, let's get into what is a partnership. We all think we know what that means. But, you know, from what I understand, we don't. Well, Thanks, Ian. Yeah, I can't wait to share some of the action items that we have here for both SaaS and agencies or software tech companies, we'll just say, um, and agencies. So we're going to speak to both sides of the marketplace in this discussion. Uh, so depending on who you are, you know, take what you need from this. Uh, but the first question, what is a partnership? Uh, this is an important question because most of what's wrong in partner programs starts from the gate. It starts with a software company reaching out to an agency and uh, starting with the wrong foot forward, starting with the misalignment, you know, starting with the commissions or starting with the financial gain of working with that, uh, working with that software and software typically don't understand what it's like being an agency. They don't understand that an agency's priority are making sure that they are a value to their current clientele and they're attractive to net new clientele. In that world, they don't think about commissions from referring software. So when we talk about what is a partnership, the first thing we talk about is alignment. Me as my agency, I need to make sure that your software aligns with my goals. That's not just, hey, your software can give me money in the form of X, Y, and Z, but you have to make sure that you are speaking to the same audience I am, right? Are you targeting the same clients? That's alignment number one. Alignment number two is product. Is your product 
aligned with my requirements as an agency. That doesn't mean you have to be the category leader, the best software out there. It just means that you have to check the product box. Is it a good product? Do you have good reviews? Are people using it? And third, you know, you have to be in a position to work with me as an agency, right? Are you able to really help me as an agency grow my business, right? And that is a true partnership. Reciprocity is another word that comes to mind. And one of my colleagues in partnerships um, says this, he says, it's, it's not a vendorship, it's a partnership, right? Mm. So most software feel like they need to create a transactional relationship with agencies where that's from the gate. It's not a partnership. If you yep. reach out to an agency saying, sell my software, I'll give you a commission. Ipso facto, you are not creating a partnership. You're creating a vendorship, right? Yeah. Love that. That's a critical difference because I've been through that, you know, where it's like, hey, sell my stuff, sell my stuff, sell my stuff, but you're not giving me the tools to sell it. You're not showing me how to sell it. You're just saying, hey, sell it more and we're going to give you a discount, which is essentially making like a poor sales training process. Um, <laughs> so let's actually talk from the agency side first, because I think that's more important. When an agency is looking for a great partner, what criteria, how should they be seeking those out? I know you said alignments, but like, what is, what are the ways that we should be seeking out? Should you make a list of things? Should you be using existing tools? What should you be doing? Yeah. So the great thing about being on the agency side is you don't need to seek these out. Typically um, the partner programs, industry ecosystem, uh, the vertical, the, you know, the uh, channel really itself mm -hmm. of partnerships is becoming so big and uh, they're starting to really get good at it. So if you are an active agency and you've been in business for over six months, you probably have gotten reached out to by one or more software companies so your job as an agency is to focus on your clients, make sure you've got them at the top of the mind and the partners, the right partners will come to you. They'll come to you organically. They will find you right now. Mm. Hypothetically, if you want to be a little more proactive with this, yes, you could reach into your software stack and say, Hey guys, where are we maybe not in close enough communication or relationship with the software in our stack, right? So you've got your CRM, you've got your marketing automation, you've got your CMS that you built your website on, you've got whatever services that you provide and there's software behind those, right? Whether you're creating content, maybe you need white labeling service providers like Verblio to help you create content. If you're creating video, maybe you need ClipChamp to help you create faster videos or Vidyard to help you create sales videos, right? Uh, if you are a B2B lead generation company, maybe you do not, maybe you have lead feeder at, associated with your website, uh, added to your website, but you're not in communication with lead feeder, right? Uh, you've got a CRM. Maybe you don't know anyone at that CRM. I start there. I say, who's in my stack where I do not know the partnerships people at that company. Then I go, okay, well, let's find out who the partnership people are. I either go to LinkedIn or I just email whoever I'm talking to at that software and say, Hey, can you put me in touch with the partner manager? I'd like to talk to them about becoming a partner. Now, before this, I I'd stress that to know what that next step means, you have to understand that the word partnership is different with every single software. The larger software have well-defined, really specific tiers of partnership that you have to go through, their certifications, there's these checkboxes. But 95% of the software out there today do not have a really structured, formalized 
understanding and process for partnerships. They are very flexible. This is a good thing. This means that if I'm Ian Garlic and I have an audience and I've got people that listen to me, I can reach out to those people that I use in my stack and say, hey, you guys probably want me talking about your software more. You probably want me selling a service that is specific to your software where I can only use your software and no one else's. Well, if so, let's talk. What are you going to do for me if I do that for you? If I spend the time getting a new service set up on top of your software, what are you going to do for me? Are you going to involve me in your blog with co-marketing? Are you going to maybe give me some of your marketing dollars to promote my podcast or an episode, maybe sponsor it, right? Are you going to co-sell with me, meaning open up your pipeline to me and introduce me to your prospects or your users? All right, what are you going to do? You know, open up that conversation. So that's the first thing I'd understand as an agency is like every software company has a different view of partnerships. Don't automatically think it's just referral commission. No matter who I talk to there, they're just going to send me a link to their partner program where I have to sign up and I get this URL that's tracked and I got to put that everywhere. And that's the only way I get referral commission. And that's the only way I can work with that software. Don't automatically assume that. And I think the best takeaway from this episode for both SaaS and agencies is one-to-one -one relationships are what partnerships are all about. It's about you and that partner manager coming together, finding alignment and being able to go to market together in a way, right? Mm -hmm. Does that answer your question? Yo, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's great. And those are great questions to ask too. From that, the other side, you know, how are SaaS companies drawing in the right partners and keeping them and making sure that they're successful? I know that's a big, like three questions and it's probably everything you do. <laughs> they all come to us. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. Wish. Um, no. So we've, we've got about a hundred companies that are involved in our various programs that are getting what we you know, the drinking the Kool-Aid that we create, right? Um, and we are former agency owners, by the way. We are not just saying this as people that have never been on the agency side. I personally am a former SaaS marketing leader, turned agency, turned SaaS consultant, turned back to agency. Um, <laughs> I realized that there were so many, so many misalignments, so much confusion, so much missed opportunity, really in the world of agency SaaS partnerships that I launched this platform for this specific reason. But what most SaaS companies do today is they will get through product market fit. They will get through developing an entire sales organization, right? And a sales driven SaaS organization. They will do all the typical marketing channels, PPC, SEO, and all those, right? Then they'll get to like a plateau and they'll see so-and-so's um, SaaS company over there that has a partner program, one of their competitors, right? And then they'll just say, you know what? We need a partner program. And then they'll say, okay, well, let's hire a partner manager. We don't know how to do this. Let's hire someone that may know. And they'll go out and they'll find some partner manager that maybe was a partner manager somewhere else. Maybe they'll bring them over from sales and they'll just task someone with, hey, you're in charge of the partner program. And that person, and maybe they have a team member on, on their partnership team, uh, most often it's just one person and then they'll just go out and they'll start talking to agencies and try to figure out this whole world of partnerships. Right. Mm -hmm. um, in our perception, this partnerships channel should be started from the CEO, CRO, from C-level, someone on the C-suite right after product market fit, 
right after they have a sales process that works. It doesn't mean they have five SDRs and five AEs, but they should start incubating a partner program from the C level, right? And the important thing there is to know if you want to make partnership successful, it has to be done from cultural geneticists, right? So like if I task a salesperson with partnerships, I bring over an AE and I just say, hey, you're partnerships manager. Go launch this program. You have six months to turn out some revenue, make it happen, right? That person will be selling partnerships. They will do what they know as a salesperson. They will go out, they will hit the phones, they will cold email everybody and they'll A-B test the hell out of messaging and there won't be anything of substance to partner with, right? And they can't make those decisions that you need to make as a partnership manager to make it successful. They can't say, you know what? You're awesome, Ian. I'm going to work with you differently than I'm going to work with someone else because you have an audience, right? They can't make those decisions because they're not the C-suite. They would have to go back up to marketing. It takes a long time. Marketing doesn't care about partnerships. Sales, if they, if they know what a partnership program would be, they would really care, but they don't typically care, right? So SaaS companies will more often than not start a partnership program from a pure, hey, we're going to try this out. If they don't get anything back to us in six months, we're going to dissolve it. And, um, and most of them don't ever turn out to be anything, right? So the first step, again, is starting with someone that believes wholeheartedly and has the confidence that a partnership program is right for that SaaS. That person should be on the C-level. I talked to a lot of CEOs that are doing this just to make sure that they know what it is before they hand it off to someone. And they should go to market with partners on a one-to-one -one basis. Find those key partners that have an audience, that have services that you can fit into as the software and go to market with them. Talk to them about, hey, we want to bring this to more people, you involved. Let's create a go-to-market um, marketing campaign using you and our software, right? And have those conversations. And then what happens after that is once you do a few of those, maybe 10 to 20 of those go-to-market strategies with key partners, other agencies will see what Ian did with that software. They'll want to do the same thing. And your partnership program will start getting some organic traction. But then what you'll have is a partner track is what we call it based on Ian's, tra uh, based on Ian's experience that he laid out for everybody. So Ian will do this, that lays the track. Your partnership team can package that up as a partner track and go to agencies that look like Ian's and do the same thing, right? Love it. So for developing the partner track and also from being a partner, like let's say, okay, this is, this is happening. How, what is the keys to ensuring the success of a partner or ensuring your success as a partner once you decide to do this, you know, like how do you go about selling this the right way? How do you go about rolling that out, making sure it's implemented the right way? It, it, should we be looking to our vendor or should we be developing those systems in-house? Should the vendor be sending us the systems? What do you see as the best way to do that? Yeah, so it should start with the vendor, of course. I mean, it's their partnership program. They should be the ones packaging all this up. It's called partner enablement. We have a whole master class on our site about partnership enablement. But how do you get in and other agencies to understand what to do with your software, what to do with the partnership, right? That is a lot. It includes a lot of documentation, a lot of white labeled assets to help you and sell your product, a lot of examples, 
Ian has to know what should I do with this software? What services should I offer on top of this software? And then also, what is the actual partnership? What does it mean at phase one, phase two, phase three? Are there partner tiers, right? Mm-hmm. And I can show this uh, since we did mention screen share. I'll just, I'll pull up something yeah. real quick. So I'm going to show something. And if you're listening to this, you can go check out the Story Cruise YouTube channel. We'll put, make sure the link's in the podcast notes so you can watch this beautiful video. So this is our template for an agency partner track, right? So this isn't anything pretty. We give it away to our uh, clients to start off with, right? So this is showing an agency how to set up, sell, and support new services on top of your solution, right? Mm-hmm. This is not meant to be, hey, here's my product. I want to pitch my product to the agency. No, marketing does that. You as a partnership team need to show agencies what the business case of working with you is. And I'll stress that again, your software, if you're a software company looking to partner with agencies, you do not pitch product. You show the agencies what the business case is. Why should they go into business with you, right? So what is the track name? We call these tracks, but it's what is the service? So this could be, we did one with um, up content. That was a content acceleration. We have Vidyards, which is a video selling track, right? Um, what is, why should agencies care? You know, why should they check the boxes, right? So what verticals are you selling into as the partnership software? What is your primary use case? What's your price point? So Ian has to make sure if you're enterprise focused, Ian is SMB, it's a misalignment. You guys aren't going to work well together, right? If your verticals are manufacturing and Ian's focused on SaaS, you guys aren't going to align, right? So you got to make sure these align and then ways that the partner can use it as this is a tool that Ian's going to use internally only. Is he going to white label your solution? Is he going to create sub accounts? You know, now what is the service? Well, the service name, we like to brand these, make them sound cool. You know, video selling on top of video or whatever content acceleration. What's the service uh, description? What's the rant time? How long does Ian and other agencies uh, need? How much time do they need to learn how to sell this software? What is the price range? What are they going to charge their clients for it, right? What is the margin? How much are they going to make, right? Service number two, it could be a different tier. It could be a different service altogether. Here are the um, basic, you know, bronze, silver, gold tiers of how the agency moves through your partner program. What does Ian get at each stage? So once Ian starts, he's got zero referrals, no, no business transactions whatsoever. What does he get? Well, Ian gets involved in co-marketing. And Ian gets free use of the product. We'll talk about what agencies can do to get uh, these uh, software to get them here to start instead of saying, hey, you have to sign up. You have to be a referral partner before we'll do anything with you. We like to say, no, you've got to give Ian something day one in order for Ian to know that this is a partnership, right? You came to him. You don't come to Ian and say, hey, we want to partner with you. Go buy our software, then sign up, create an account, use it refer us business, and then you're our partner. No, you've got to give him something day one, right? So here's some examples of that. And this is again, a template. So our partners edit this and I'll show you what an edited version. The next thing I'll show you is just the partner track. This is what I just spoke about. What are the phases of working with the software, right? If I'm going to work with you, what does day one through 30 look like? What am I doing? What are you doing, right? What does day 30 through 60 look like? Are we expected to do a certification? Am I expected to commit referrals? Am I co-selling with you at this point? Am I co-marketing only? What am I doing, right? 
all the way through phase four. And then we start a quick product demo. We do want to show the product in this uh, presentation, but we do not want to hammer product feature benefits, case studies, client testimonials, logo, logo, logo. We do not care about that. That's what marketing does. Ian's going to go explore on G2 Crowd or Captera on his own time anyways. Your yeah. job is to just quickly show the product, live examples of the service in action, not necessarily the pro uh, product in action, but what does it look like on another agency's website? Or what does it look like you know, when it's implemented, right? FAQs, Ian's got to sell this service. What are some of the FAQs? What, what do clients ask about your product or customers ask about your product that Ian's going to need to know to answer, right? And then what does it look like on support? What are you providing Ian? What is Ian uh, required to provide his clients? Does he get direct access to an account manager? Does he have a phone line where direct customers only get chat? That's important too. Zapier did this. They gave their partners a phone number to call for support where the end users that aren't partners have to go through chat and email support. That's very important, right? And then how do you get on this track? And this is what it looks like once a marketing team or a design team gets a hold of it. This is our partner, Smith.ai. This is their virtual reception track. It's a white label virtual reception and web chat service, super valuable. See, verticals, problem solve, use cases. They added these screenshots uh, to help answer what it is because it's a little more complex. What does it look like in practice? You know, how much should you sell it for? How much are you going to get? Here's their track, right? Phase one through phase four, what does it look like? And we don't have to go through that. So that's the partner track. That's what we recommend starting with when I'm talking to an agency as a software company. I'm presenting a business case. I'm showing how we're going to work together. What are the phases? What does support look like? What is price range? What does it look like on ramp time? All that stuff. Then nice. the next step is to get Ian an account, get him into our co-marketing agenda so that Ian knows, hey, these guys are going to help my business. They're going to show me off to their customers. I'm going to take my time and learn this software because I want to continue being in front of their customers, right? Nice. When you said don't you put use cases, but you would put, I mean, we talked about video case stories at the top of it. You put success, partner success stories in there, right? Like people that have made a lot of money. Yeah. You can put that in there if you'd like. We, we try to make it less of a sales presentation. So like all of the typical sales slides. And I've done this with a lot of partners to, to date. We've got, I don't know, maybe 30 or 40 partners that have handed in those slide decks um, and have used them for their uh, partnership pitch. Vidyard's is really robust. I'll send you his. Yeah. Um, but it's the same format. And the one thing that I've seen happen when I send out that template, marketing tends to get a hold of it, the marketing team. Mm -hmm. And they'll send me back. I got one from one of our partners that was 100 slides long. Oh, my God. And it was just packed to the brim full of product use cases, case studies, like seven case studies, all these logos with like five slides of client testimonials. Um, <laughs> that is unnecessary. You don't need that. You don't have a lot of time to convince Ian to partner with you to go on this track. You don't have an hour, uh, nine times out of 10. So we make it 20 minutes, make it super actionable. And that's what our agencies tend to like the most, right? And we do have a whole agency community where people are actually jumping on to partner tracks. And I'll just show you that right now. Yeah, ch uh, check it out. I want to see it. 
Yeah, so this is our training tracks. This is community.partnerprograms.io. Video sales with Vidyard, localized marketing track. These are just training how to raise prices with Jason Swank. Automated direct mail and gifting, lead generation. You know, some of these are pretty general. Some of them are specific to software. So this is Clavio and our partner Gadsby, how to do influencer marketing. Here's a content acceleration service using up content. How to use third-party content and sell it as a standalone service. So we give you obviously all of the quick videos with examples, but then we give you the sales process. You know, what are the sales SOPs to going and selling this process, right? Nice. And then we give you landing page copy and we give you email copy. So if you want to load this to your website today, like you just want to do a litmus test and see if your, your clients would buy it. You can put this on your website using this landing page copy, using these pricing tiers, right? Mm -hmm. And see if they would like it. And there's a cold email copy in here as well. Here are the FAQs. You can put that on your landing page as well. And there's a cold email uh, introduction. So if you wanna just send out an email blast to your clients and say, hey, we're doing content acceleration. Are you interested, right? So you can do any of these partner tracks. I think there's 30 in here. Uh, we produce one every couple of weeks. We've got more coming out. And there's some really, really awesome stuff in here. And then we help agencies just kind of figure out just the day-to-day -day of agency life, you know, project management, sales and raising prices, you know. Very cool. This is super. delegate tasks. Wait, there's Joey Gilkey. Yeah. So we have, we have uh, Joey and Cloda, they do a sales round table. Nice. We got Jason Swank doing how to raise prices. We got Alex Zachman and Marquis doing agency project management. You know, we've got some awesome data on what HubSpot uh, CMOs are buying on top of HubSpot. If you're a HubSpot agency, all sorts of good stuff in here. We talk about the stack, you know, share, share each other's stack. So this is super cool. I mean, I wish this is, you know, because we got into partnership programs like seven years ago, Authentic Web, and we had some nightmares, right? And I, and I was straight up with what I wanted from these people. And they, they would be like, yeah, 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 and never delivered. And you're right, it wasn't a partnership. I'm like, and I would be like, this isn't a partnership. That's not how partnerships work. And, you know, undercutting and, uh, you know, stealing clients and all that fun stuff. Obviously, when it's a nightmare, it's easy to say, hey, let's cut this off. But as an agency or like as any type of partner, even if like you're in other partnership programs, how do you evaluate a good partnership program once you're running it? Like how, how are you saying, hey, this is working or maybe I need to be doing more or they need to be doing more? Yeah. And I, you know, I think it's synonymous, I guess, with relationship, you know, in, in terms of like your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, right? It's like, you, do you ever really know, you know, <laughs> it just, <laughs> just no, because it's working, you know, they're doing the things that they promised they would do in the beginning. You're better being in that relationship. That's the litmus test. I think, are you as an agency better being in that relationship than if you were to stop the relationship and with software, the cool thing about that from the agency standpoint, we can always use the software and not partner. You can always back away from the partner program and just use the software because being in a partner program, let's talk about the pros and cons. I think that would help. Okay. okay. So from an agency standpoint, the pros are 
growth and the growth aspect is multifaceted. You can think of growth as just pure revenue. You can think growth of stickiness of your service. You can think growth as in a traffic number, right? And then it's up to your website to convert and your salespeople to convert, right? But growth. So partners, true partners will help you grow. And the way that good partners do this is by making you better at using their product, giving you direct access to support, whereas you would not have that if you weren't on their partner program. So if a client of yours is having trouble with that implementation, they need support right then. If you're not a partner, you would have to go through the typical channels. You'd have to email them, wait 24 hours. You'd have to chat on their website, not get the answers you need. If you're a partner, you can go direct to your account manager. As long as it's not a holiday, they'll typically respond. Some, some of them, they'll respond on holidays. You have a Slack group where you can bounce questions off of the Slack group and get partner managers as well as other partners to answer those questions. It's great to have that if you are an avid user, right? So your core software, highly recommend always being in their partner program just for the support side. Now, growth from the traffic side, this is important. Most agencies have never gotten this, so they don't know about it, but it's mm. you get involved in their blogs. And I'll show you one more thing on my screen just to make this a little bit more interesting of a video. So here's a partner of ours, heap.io. Here is another partner of ours on the agency side, Scott at Brooklyn Data Company. Now I reached out to Heap and said, hey, it doesn't look like you're involving a lot of agencies in your content. Let's start doing that. Heap says, okay, let's try it out. I go out to Scott and I say, hey, you know, Heap needs an expert in product analytics. I know he's an expert. So we bring him to the table. Turns out they love Scott. They want to highlight him in their blog. And they even created a whole section of their blog that's all about highlighting agencies. So we brought other agencies like Josh over to Heap and said, hey, they're doing this paving the funnel thing. You're an expert in another aspect of their target client's business, e-commerce. Why don't you get in there and get a backlink? The cool thing about this is uh, this blog, heap.io slash resources, I think it gets over 30,000 uniques a month. Their wow. face is right there. If you click through this, there's a do follow backlink to Brooklyn Data. You know, it's nice. really good thought leadership, but it is also direct traffic. Here's his link to his website. I can go ahead and click through that and meet Scott. So what I know now, if I'm Scott, is Heap is bringing me not only thought leadership, but traffic, right? So mm-hmm. co-marketing, it's called co-marketing in the partnership term, uh, verbiage, you know, in the partnership nomenclature. Now here's another example. Now Pete at Databox. Databox is a BI dashboard for ads and other data analytics sources. Heaps blog, every single blog post, they include partners. They will send out an email blast saying, hey, we're doing a blog post on improving your position in search and they get agencies to answer questions like this one. Great SEO, hands down, says Shannon Denton of Total Girl Boss. Here's a backlink to her website. So you don't have to be the highlight of the blog, but you can get into these blog posts. So if you do not have a backlink from your partners, traffic, growth, get into their blog. Say, hey, I'm an expert in this. What do you have coming out in the blog that I can lend my two cents on, or if you want to do a guest post, some of them will allow guest posts as well. So Databox, this blog gets over a hundred thousand uniques a month, I think, uh, maybe more. 
So this is a super valuable and they include dozens of partners. Here's one from Ditto, AdQuicks, you know, they include, I think 29 different partners in this one, right? So reach out to your partners, ask about the co-marketing aspect. So we're still in the pros column. The other aspect of pros, I would say is the thought leadership there. So we're talking about traffic, but traffic and thought leadership are important. So if you are a partner, that means that you are an excellent service provider of that solution. There are keywords that are mostly focused on the bigger software, Salesforce, the more complex software like HubSpot, where users will type in HubSpot implementation partner or HubSpot consulting expert. These long tail keywords that are actionable. These people want help. They want your help, right? Yeah. So you use Drip, you use ClickFunnels, Ian, use uh, lead pages, you know, you should be getting traffic from those keywords where someone has having trouble with Drip, they want to create a new e-commerce marketing campaign in Drip. Drip's not going to help them do that. Drip may have a blog post about it. They need partners to go in and help, right? So you create a long form article saying, hey, here's what you do with a robust e-commerce implementation of Drip. Here's how it works. You send that to your partner manager to get them to share it, get them to send it to marketing, to share it on their social accounts. You get it to rank. Now you are getting traffic direct to your site from keywords that allow you to capture those. You don't have to be a partner for that, but the benefit of being partner in that respect is your software will oftentimes bring that content into their uh, blog if it's very valuable, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll try to dig one up here. But while I talk about the cons, let me see if I can find one of those in action. These ones where a an expert sort of implementation partner is adding their how-to into the blog. But the cons are most notably, you are involved now in their sales system as a partner, right? Mm -hmm. Meaning uh, in the bad partnerships, those ones that we all kind of feel like are one-sided, they will hit you up constantly for referrals, right? Mm -hmm. We all hate that. We all hate being called on the last day of the month, <laughs> last day of the quarter. It's big at the last day of the quarter. Yeah. And spot is notorious for this. They will call all of their partners almost every last day of every quarter asking for referrals, right? Now that's annoying, but you know, at the same token, it's like, how big of a negative is it? You know, you can always just ignore them. They typically will email. They won't just call all the time. Um, but that is a big negative. You know, do you like mm -hmm. to be involved in the sales side? Yeah, probably don't. So yeah. go ahead and, uh, you know, let them know that you're not interested in having those types of calls. Sometimes they'll stop, but they'll still allow you. But you always get those new partner managers that just jump in. They've got a huge quota to hit. They have to call in and ask him for a referral, right? Yeah. I, I want to stop you there. Just if you are not a SaaS product and you're doing this, here's the, not only is it annoying, but then here, what I found is I miss other important emails because I'm ignoring your 40 sales emails. And then you have this one about this new product update that's important to me or this new sales tool that I could use or something else. Or you're like, hey, we sent you this thing. I'm like, yeah, but you also sent me 40 other emails. I can't, I'd have spent all day reading your emails. So just a little rant, but side notes there for those salespeople. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I'll, I'll pull up a, we have our, our, our partner cold email copy deck that we use to help train our partner teams on how to do cold outreach. I'll pull that up here, but I did find, I did find this uh, article. I was talking about the pros and how you as an expert user of that platform can quickly get into their blog and also get a ton of direct traffic to your blog by posting something like this. So this is how to track Smith.ai live chat and Google ads. So one of their partners, Matt Burke, he's an agency of ours. He is founder of Zilla Metrics. There's his backlink right there. He created this really defined, well-articulated, just awesome article, actionable, super actionable on how he converted leads from live chat and how he sets up his Google ads and sets up Google analytics in the appropriate way to make sure he's tracking it. He's got goals. This is something that the internal team at smith.ai would never really be able to do from an agency standpoint. They can't really show how an agency is using Smith in conjunction with the other tools. They can't do that because they aren't selling services on top of Smith. They're not running an agency. They're not doing PPC and having smith.ai convert and tracking it like an agency would. They rely on their agency. So if you're an agency and you are doing something really well integrated, you know, like a workflow on top of your partner solution, write up something like this. And my suggestion would be to first, I'd say before you post it on your blog, depending on who the partner is, if they have a lot of blog traffic, send it to them first as a Google doc and say, Hey, I wrote this up. Is it you know, worth putting on your blog? If so, let me know. I will not publish it. If you would like it, you can have it for your blog. Right. And if they say no, of course, publish it on your site. And the worst, worst case scenario, you've got actionable keywords using Google ads and chat and smith.ai. So if someone's looking for the brand keyword, you've got that in there and make sure that you have some, some really awesome thought leadership, but also the bigger thing is traffic. You know, we as agencies have to have traffic. Yep. So back to your point about cold outreach. We get agencies to send us the bad and the good cold emails that they get from partners. And some of them are so bad. I hate to show them. I don't want to put people on blast, but this one's good. So we can call out chat fuel in this because they have an awesome Mary. Uh, she's a, uh, I'm not sure, head of marketing, something like that. Um, but she sent this to one of our partner agencies, Electric Eye, shout out to Chase. But she goes like this. Hi, you know, forgot his first name, no big deal. Uh, hi, Mary from Chat Fuel here. This is important. She only uses these, I don't know, seven words or so to pitch her product. She does not go into a paragraph about what Chat Fuel is. She links to it and then she goes in parentheses, a no code platform for building messenger bots. No big deal, right? This isn't about us. Let's talk about you. We run a weekly YouTube show for our audience of the business owners and marketers. And I'd love to have you join as an expert guest. So all agencies have egos. The good ones have bigger egos. You need to show the agent. If I'm a SaaS company, I need to show the agency, hey, I know Ian's an expert in videography. I have a platform that's a video solution. I need to say, hey, Ian, we have a, uh, a YouTube series coming out 
on how agencies are using videos to sell services. I know you're an expert videographer. I'd love you to be one of our guests. And then she goes into detail. The topic is how to launch a profitable, wildly successful Shopify store. She did her research. ChatFuel is not a Shopify app, but Electric Eye is a Shopify agency. So she segmented her list. She knows that Chase is an as a Shopify partner and this would appeal for him, appeal to him, sorry. So Shopify, she's got the keyword right. Now, what is the benefit for Chase, right? We promote each show to our audience of 9,000 YouTube subscribers, 12,000 Twitter followers, 75,000 Facebook community members. If I'm Chase, at this point, I'm sold. You know, not mm. only did you realize that I'm an expert and you realized that I sell Shopify services, but you're going to promote me to all these people? Well, yeah. what, what's the hook? What's the hook? Well, no hook, no hook, no hook. I don't see any. I don't see any. You have to sign up for my partner program. I don't see any, you know, go and sign up for chat fuel. No, finally, we're going to give you a free chat fuel pro account, not a basic account, not a free account. We're going to give you a pro account as a thank you for participating. This is huge. This is all the bells and whistles of a good email. Now, a bad one. I'll just show this on screen. We don't need to read through it. But the bad ones all have typical problems. They all have, hey, it's all about me, what my product is. I'll just show a really bad one because it's really bad. Um, I have to. <laughs> um, my least favorite one is this one. Here's what we're offering. All this crap that is of no benefit to the agencies, right? Just nothing specific a whole lot about the product, a lot of buzzwords, a lot of business speak, you know, didn't stop and ask anything, you know, didn't stop and create a conversation, didn't really explain what we are going to do together, vague, you know, just reaching out with a bunch of fluff. This is all meaningless, right? This is all meaningless. And the main thing is you're just really not aligning with the agency on what the agency needs and what the agency cares about. Why are you going to help them, A, create stickiness in their products, service offering, you know, B, get in front of more uh, clients or, or C, you know, basically put themselves as a thought leader, uh, highlight themselves as a thought leader in their vertical. How are you going to do those things? This email from Mary Chatfield does all those things and doesn't ask for anything. If this is a cold email, the last thing you need to do is ask for something. The most you should be asking for is, are you interested in doing blank? Yeah. That's the most ask you should have. I wouldn't even go as far as, you know, send them to a, a landing page where they have to fill out a form, any of that, right? Mm -hmm. Wow, so, that, that was great. That is awesome stuff. We're coming to the close here and we want to talk, I, mean, I think you've hinted at it. How should agencies use this to get links and use this to evaluate? Because I think you had a great system for making it a win-win-win for agencies to be evaluating uh, partnership programs. Yeah, so uh, this is speaking to the agency side now. We just kind of hit on what SaaS should do to get an agency to buy into um or at least reply to an email. That's important. But if I was an agency, um, and while I was an agency, 
in all honesty, I wasn't, um, you know, wasn't uh, in this world yet as, as, a, as a strategy provider. So I didn't do this, but it, hypothetically, I reversed the clock and I was sitting at my desk and I see emails coming through, bad emails, you know, that are from software that say, hey, I noticed you wrote this blog post about video selling. Can you give us a backlink in there, right? Here's our product. Here's what we do. Or, hey, Ian, you know, I noticed you did blank and I'd love to partner with you. Can we talk, right? Any of those. I, most of the agencies that I talk to delete those or reply not interested or block and unsubscribe, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the strategy that I would go about doing is first get the team together, the agency team, and say, hey, what is our SOP for cold outreach from software, from, from our not unknown software, the, the tools that may not be in our stack or the tools that we just don't know anyone there. And they're clearly reaching out to get us to refer them business clearly, right? Or put a link in our blog so that we can give them business. Um, what is our SOP, right? Now, my recommendation is to create an SOP that looks a little something like this, right? First of all, define who you should partner with as an agency. Um, Okay, well, if I'm the CEO, CRO, head of strategy, whatever, well, let's talk about first who are our target clients. Do they sell to the same target clients as us? Check that box. Pricing, you know, is it SMB if you're an SMB agency or mid-market enterprise if you're mid-market enterprise? SMB tools don't sell into enterprise. Enterprise tools are too expensive for SMB. So who are our target clients and what type of price range are they comfortable with, right? Um, then maybe you have some, and I've talked to other agencies, larger ones that have a year in business requirement where you say, you know what? We've had enough experience dealing with brand new SaaS that we don't want to deal with brand new SaaS. We'll deal with two-year-old SaaS and above or three-year-old and above, right? So maybe a bare minimum year in business requirement. Some go as far as to say employee count. Uh, Hawk Media, shout out to Ashley at Hawk Media. She has a requirement there. I don't think she'll deal with companies under a certain employee number, right? Because she knows she needs a lot of attention in order to go to market because she creates go-to-market strategies with a SaaS. And she can't do that if she's dealing with someone that has a full plate. She needs to be focused on, right? Um, so create your who are your partner personas. And then next step is where are we short? What are we actively looking for? Meaning, are we short on a certain software type? Email software. We don't like our email tool. We're actively looking for a new email software. If you're looking for a new type of software, do not go to those software providers with a traditional sales demo request um, route, right? Go to them through their partner program. Say, we're looking for a new email provider. You guys are at the top of our list. Let's talk to you as a potential partner while we're exploring and vetting you as a potential user, not go through the sales demo, request a demo. Now you're in the sales channel. Now you're talking to an account executive who can only really tell you what the product is. They can't tell you what the partnership and the business case and all that stuff is. So go to the partner manager. Don't go to the salesperson if you're pursuing new tools. So who they are and then what types of tools are you guys looking for in the next six months? And then what services that you guys are looking to expand into, right? So if I'm Ian, I'm doing video marketing, I'm doing video selling, I'm doing video XYZ. Maybe I want to start doing more B2B sales consulting 
right? So then that means I'm going to start looking to expand into a new vertical, which requires maybe a couple new software tools, or at least what it does is present the opportunity to package up software on top of one of those services. So you have your manual. It could be a living Google Doc so that you can update it every quarter. So leadership gets together and updates this every quarter. It's, hey, here's our partnership opportunities doc. Now you have an SOP at the very end of that that says, okay, well, if someone reaches out to anyone in our team, this goes to the whole team. If anyone reaches out saying, we have a software company, we'd like you to do blank, then we run this SOP. The SOP looks like this. It's a reply to that outreach saying, thank you. We appreciate it. Um, here's what we're looking for, you know, present opportunities. Here's what we're looking for. If they're in those sort of, hey, we're looking for an email provider. You seem to be an email provider. Great. You've checked that box. Let's get on a call. But here's what we do. And you reply to that email to that partner manager or that salesperson that reached out to you saying, here's how we work with software and you paste that SOP and the SOP looks like this. Number one, we require you to give us an account. If you're reaching out to partner with us, I'm not going to go and buy your tool. I have no need for it. Maybe I do, but just purely because I'm stubborn, I'm not going to buy it now anyways. So give us an account. Great. Give us an account, send us a login. I need three seats or three to five seats and uh, make sure all my team members can try it out. Right. Uh, B, uh, we need two weeks to vet the software, right? I'm going to spend my time vetting it. I'm going to spend a few hours in your tool. I need, I need two weeks. Uh, C, well, what are you going to do for me today? Here's some examples. Our other partners do this. They involve us in upcoming content. They do a pipeline share. We've got some pipeline that you probably want. You've got some pipeline that I want. Introduce us to those, those people. We'll introduce you to ours as well, right? or just purely keep it at co-marketing, you know, depending on how open you are to share pipeline. Co-marketing is an easy one. Just say, you know what? I want to be in your blog. How can I get in your blog, right? Here's my expertise, link to your services page, right? And then the last, last thing you can do is just say, hey, you know, if we decide to go about partnering with you, we will have a go-to-market agenda with you. Meaning we will need your marketing efforts we will need you to do social posts. We will do social posts. We will create a service page with your software mentioned, and we expect a go-to-market strategy with you, right? Send them that email saying all of that stuff. Here's our SOPs. And then, hey, if you're interested in continuing this, here's my calendar. Let's book some time, but reply to this with what the co-marketing opportunities that you have for us are today, right? So you require them to not only say, let's get on a call, but I'm not going to waste any of my time as an agency if I'm expected to get on another call or send me the logins to my new accounts. I need to know that I'm going to get something from you that day that's more than just the free account because free accounts don't cost software companies anything, right? Yep. Nice. That's amazing. And wish I would have had that seven years ago. <laughs> or what some of my agencies that are a little bit busier and they just don't have the time to even contemplate all of this. Um, they just reply to that email and CC Alex at partnerprograms.io and just say, you know what? Uh, we're not really able to even consider this at the moment, but please talk to Alex and we will uh, hear from him if he believes something is valuable here. I get those all day long. 
I, what I do for that is vet the partner program, vet the company to see if they're interested in working with a company like yours. And then I'll come back to Ian in a month saying, you know what? It turns out they're awesome and they've got a really good opportunity. And I know your agency inside and out. So I think uh, this would be perfect for you. So use me, you know? I love it. Love it. That's that's great resource. That's fantastic. Go to partnerprograms.io, whether I'm an agency or a SaaS, you have the agency community, correct? And you were showing us some of that stuff in there. Um, looks like a ton of resources. And then how does a SaaS company work with you? Yeah. So this is what we do all day long. We train SaaS companies how to work with agencies. So I would go to learn.partnerprograms.io. And folks, if you're watching this on YouTube, the links are down below. If you're watching on listening someplace else, click and it'll be in the show notes. And you can always go to storycruise.com to define this. Yeah. Thanks for letting me plug this. I mean, we spend a lot of time on our content. We've got a partner program accelerator. We've got a partner sales masterclass. We've got a partner enablement masterclass. These are all focused on agency to SaaS relationships, not SaaS to SaaS, not strategic, not um, influencer partnerships. This is all partnering with someone like Ian to help grow your software here's how to do it. Here's how to talk to Ian. Here's how to sell to Ian. Here's how to work with Ian on a day-to-day basis. Here's other people like Ian that'll tell you how they like to be worked with. And uh, you can go and recognize some of those people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You may. There's, there's a lot of thought leaders in this one. And then our accelerator is a beast. It's got, I think 37 classes uh, taught by I think 24 instructors. And um, that's awesome. It's robust. So here's the agency lineup. These guys will teach you how to work with agencies. These guys will teach you how to work from a software perspective, co-selling, co-marketing, using PRM, uh, partner program directory, the integrations ecosystem, all that good stuff, right? So check those out. Love it, love it. Awesome. Alex, thank you so much for being on the show. And if someone wants to follow you and connect with you, where's the best place? Yeah, LinkedIn, uh, just Alex Glenn, A-L-E-X-G-L-E-N-N on LinkedIn. I'm always on there if you're a SaaS company. If you're an agency, go to the community, community.partnerprograms.io. There's chat in there. There's group stuff, events, training tracks. Uh, every Friday, we post the offers from our partner, our uh, actual partners that we vet and curate. So we'll come to our agency collective first saying, hey, guys, here are the top software that are willing to give you free accounts or here are the software backlink opportunities. Last week we had backlinks from UpContent, Leadfeeder, Supermetrics. I mean, huge domain authorities on some of those. And um, we give Love those it. just to our community members. Love it. Well, folks, make sure to reach out to Alex. You know, and even if you're not an agency, even if you're not a SaaS, this is amazing opportunities because we should all be developing partnerships either way as feeding to partners or becoming a partner. I think it's important in your marketing. Like you've seen, it can build up links, it can build up content, it can build up traffic and you know revenue streams. So uh, make sure to check out Alex's stuff. Alex, thanks a lot for, again for being on the show. And, and thank you all for taking Alex and I on your journey. This has been Ian Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video, you know it'll make you an authority you know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? 
storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow I and Garlic on Facebook. <laughs>